For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This is New Bedford's news talk station. The place where the South Coast comes to talk about all the hottest issues locally and beyond. This is WBSM. Call in to have your voice heard at 508-996-0500. Or open up the WBSM app and hit app chat to text us. Or open line to leave us a voicemail. Let's hear it, South Coast. And good morning. Happy Wednesday to you. Good morning to all humans and all bears that may be listening to the station. And, uh, of course, we have your daily bear update because why not, right? People care. I know there's, there's so many people that are commenting on the Facebook stories. It's such a fun story. You right. Know? And, and the bear tracker. We have a tracker up on WBSM.com or on the WBSM app. And it's fabulous. And, and P- so somebody was actually bashing us for the bear tracker. Saying, like, what are you doing putting this up there so that people will start following around the bear? Like, it's not designed for following around. All of our stories say avoid approaching the bear. Well, that and also it's not a bear prediction tool. We're not saying, oh, it right. looks like it's going to be heading, you know, we nobody knows where it's going The, the bear is not tipping us off. Right. <laughs> so by the time you, bears move like 40 miles in a day. Yeah, good so luck catching up with that. By the time you get there, by the time we get the post up there, get the map updated, get it out there to folks, the bear has already moved on. Mm-hmm. Except for yesterday when he took that three hour nap in a tree and a cushion it yes i heard about that 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 i mean i guess the bear had to rest he, yeah, he have traveled to. quite a bit yeah i'd be tired too but after coming all the way down from where was it mansfield or taunton we're, we're getting that we're getting you know why are you making it so that people know where the bear is we're getting you know why are you reporting this this isn't news app chat messages oh good you're talking about the bear again like people <laughs> care about this this is a this is an exciting thing for people well it is and You know, I was talking with some friends yesterday saying soon, eventually, maybe it won't be news if more and more bears do move into the area, which they used to live here. So, but they haven't been for a while. So you think. Right. You know. You know, if, if if there was a blue whale hanging out in the in the harbor, everybody would be talking about of it. Of course. And I think it's a good thing. Um, you know, you might not think it's news now, but if you go outside to take your trash out and you come face to face with a black bear, you're going to think that's news. And and that's why <laughs> I said, you know, we have to have all these stories about it and, and have the bear tracker interactive map because we want people to know when it's in your area. Because, you know, we tell people secure your trash and take in your bird feeders and not of everybody's going to do that. Yeah. But if they know that the bear is more immediately in their area, they'll go out and they'll do that. Absolutely. We hope and, so. And you do have to be safe as well and keep your pets close because it, they can be dangerous. I, I wonder if the bear's walking around though like, Wondering, like, why are all these people so concerned? Like, I don't care about them. Why are they so concerned about me? Like, why did they shut down the area of uh, around Parafas yesterday just because I was walking through? I mean, the bear might be used to the celebrity treatment. It's getting paparazzied. 
Yeah, I mean, the, the, everybody was trying to you know say that the bear was going over to Pa Rafa's to get a linguisa pizza. And although the linguisa pizza is is delicious at Pa Rafa's, I'm pretty sure he was going for the humongo combo. Okay, yeah. Because that why not get a sense. little bit of everything? Sure. As you're roaming around. Well, bears are omnivores. And well, <laughs> I mean, at at, uh, at Pa Rafa's, they could have a little bit of everything. The only problem is, the bear would have to have cash. Because Pa Rafa's is cash only. Okay, yeah, that might be difficult. So yeah, I would think a bear traveling around so much probably uses plastic. I, you would think so. They, yeah. They, also, nope. Very few pockets. I know women complain a lot about not having pockets, but bears even fewer pockets. They must have like some blubber or something that they <laughs> store for the winter that they can kind of fold over and stick a. Yeah, they just tuck it into their fur. But yeah. just for the bear, if you're listening, the next time you come through, if you need cash, just use the ATM at the Cumberland Farms across from Pa Rafa's. That's what I do when I go pick up food there. So Good call. And uh, so we will also talk uh, not only with more bear updates for you, which apparently Chris and Marcus have named the bear Quahog, which I don't know. Uh, the bear hasn't made it down to the ocean yet. At least as far as we know, unless he took a detour and, and, and nobody tracked him. But so I don't know if he's made it that far down yet. So, but whatever, you know, they they want to name the bear they can. Uh, it's better than Boo Boo, which the Wareham police have already tried jumping on again. They were they were writing about this bear saying, you know, just be aware that it was seen in Mattapoisett. It could be coming into Wareham. So, you know, Boo Boo could be on his way. I was like, I read that and I was like, hold, 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 hold. You're like the pet. You're like the pet owner who has a cat that dies whose name was Fluffy. And then you buy a cat, and that cat's name is Fluffy, too. Like, you can't call this bear Boo-Boo when the previous bear was Boo-Boo, and Boo-Boo died. Like, it just seems wrong to do that. If this had been, you know, son of Boo-Boo, Boo-Boo Jr., that would have been one thing, but it's just another random bear. And you can't just assign it that same name. So we can talk more about bears, because people are loving it. We can also talk more about the Freetown Screw Bandit because the Freetown Screw Bandit allegedly has been captured. So here's here's what was happening yesterday. As we were discussing the story, you know, people in Freetown are commenting on it. I had people sending in photos of the damage, but I had an outstanding email to the chief of the Fairhaven Police Department, Carlton Abbott, and I had sent that on Monday evening asking for any details about the investigation into the Screw Bandit. And as the, the residents were characterizing it in the Freetown groups, they didn't know if the police were doing anything about it at all because they hadn't seen a police presence in that area where the screws had been thrown out on the road. So on this area of South Main Street, they hadn't seen anyone except the highway department paying attention to this problem. Now, of course, I knew it had to be that the police knew because if the highway department is going out there multiple times a day to sweep up screws, of course they were letting the police know about it. The police must have been doing something covertly to try and catch who it was. And I, I understand it happens a lot that police can't give us any details. I thought it was a little suspect that, you know, Chief Abbott is usually very good about returning emails and I didn't hear back from him even just to say, we're looking into this, we'll have an update soon, or whatever it might be. But they kept it quiet, and then I reached out again last night because I had heard that there was an arrest made. And so I got some details from somebody in a 
tip, you know, a news tip. And I sent that over to Chief Abbott and I said, you know, can you confirm these details? And a short while later, I got back an email with a press release that they had captured a suspect that they believe is the screw bandit. So, again, we have to say allegedly at this point because this person uh, has not had his day in court. But the facts seem to line up from what the police told us. First of all, they acknowledged. Pardon me, I'm coughing a bit. They acknowledged in the release yesterday that somebody had, quote, intentionally placed these screws along a well-traveled section of Main Street. So they are saying that these were laid out there on purpose, but the charges right now against the suspect, whose name is Peter Vasconcelos, he's a 56-year-old man who lives on South Main Street. He lives kind of near, I, mean, I didn't put the exact address in the story, but they, they gave us the exact address in the press release. Now, the reason for that is we don't really see the need to put somebody's exact address unless they are, you know, a dangerous criminal, unless they are running a drug operation out of that address, you know, that we feel like the, the people in the neighborhood need to know where that was happening. But in this particular case, I didn't put his address because I was a little bit concerned that people might go and retaliate. People who have tires who have been blown up might go and, you know, slash one of his tires or something. So I didn't want to put the address in there. If you want to know where he lives, it's on the Freetown Police Facebook page. Um, but he lives in that area. And they didn't get him on any vandalism charges yet or any other significant charges. They got him for driving without a license. His license has been revoked. Operating a vehicle with a revoked registration and uninsured operation of a motor vehicle. So they got him because he was driving a car that he shouldn't have been driving. They didn't get him for vandalism, for any of the damage done to the cars. And that's because... I don't know that, you know, throw outside of a fine for vandalism, which is not a criminal act, it's a civil infraction. Outside of that, what has he done? They don't have any proof of that yet. So they're asking for the public to come forward if they have had tires damaged or, or any other damage done as a result of the Freetown Screw Bandit. So that's why I know people are going to read the story and say, well, why don't they charge him with that? And the answer is because, I'm assuming, is because they need proof of what happened. So, otherwise, all he did was litter. Throwing screws on the ground isn't vandalism. Destroying somebody's tires intentionally is. So, just throwing screws on the ground is, is, is littering, which is what, a $250 fine, $250 fine in Massachusetts? For a first infraction, assuming it's his first infraction. So if you are somebody who has had, and by the way, when they pulled him over for these vehicle infractions, they looked into his car and that's when they found uh, some screws in a driver's door compartment and also found an open box of screws behind the center console and that these screws were identical to those recovered from the roadway. Now, this is not 
again, I don't have information about this, but this is this is my speculation that this is not a case of they just happened to get lucky and they pulled somebody over for unregistered, uninsured, unlicensed operation of a motor vehicle and they happened to find the screw bandit. I think they knew that it was this guy. But because just throwing screws in the ground is not a criminal act, they had to wait till they could get him for something criminal. So if you had your tires damaged, and all this information is in the story at WBSM.com and on the app so that you can find it for yourself if you need it. But if you, if you sustain tire damage while driving along South Main Street, you're asked to contact Detectives Patrick Lee or Shane Kelly at the Freetown Police Department. And you can call over there. The number is 508-763-4017. And again, that number is in the story online. If you don't have access to a computer and you need me to give you those numbers again, you can call in and I will, uh, I will give them to you. But you need to let the Freetown Police know that you sustain damage because the more documented cases they can get of the damage, the more they can make the case that this suspect, again, allegedly, is a vandal. And the more cases of vandalism there are, the harsher the punishment will be. So you need to do your part if you played, you know, if you uh, have a part in this, you need to do your part and contact the police and let them know and give them all the information. I've seen so many of you sharing photos, sharing photos of your receipts of having your tires replaced. So I know you've got the documentation. You just need to reach out to the police and get that over to them. But I will say, and I'm not trying to, you know, pat us on the back here. But I will say I'm a little suspicious of the fact that this has apparently been going on for weeks and nothing happened in it, in this case, until the day that we published a story about it and talked about it on the radio. So I don't know what those circumstances may be. It could just be a coincidence. It could be that, you know, the suspect, Mr. Vasconcelos, hadn't left the house. And that when he heard about this, he said, you know what, I, I'm, I'm just going to go drive around for a little while so that people don't think that it's me. And maybe they caught him driving unregistered, uninsured, unlicensed. I would guess he probably had to drive to throw those out every day, right? Because if somebody, if you were walking up and down the street, somebody probably would have seen you throwing screws out there. You're taking a big risk doing that at various times of the day. I mean, I don't want to impugn this man's character until he has had his day in court, but there are residents who are saying that this person has a history of being upset with the trucks that use Copacut Road and South Main Street. He lives kind of in the, on the corner of those two roads so that he, he has displayed uh, visible disdain for those trucks in the past. So if, if that's the case... I think people probably knew that he was a likely suspect. Why did they wait until it's on the radio and there's a news story about it to act upon it then? I don't know. Again, could just be coincidence, but it seems a little screwy to me. 508-996-0500. We'll take our first break and be back in a few. 
So just how far down do you want to go? Well, we could talk it out over a cup of joe And you could look deep into my eyes Like I was a supermodel Uh-huh Trust will say nothing to no one, know how we bust and never crack a smile or flinch or cry. That's the number to call in and chime in. You can also send us an app chat message via the WBSM app. You can also send us an open line voicemail via the WBSM app. And if we uh, can use it on the air, we will play it. Just make sure that when you're recording that, that you send us something that we can play on the air, right? No no foul language, no inappropriate content. If, uh, if you make it easy for us to play, it'll be a lot easier for us to play it. Because if we have to go in there and start editing and bleeping out words and all that, we're not going to spend that much time on it. We don't have that much time. So we only can preview it during the news or during a commercial and then get it up there on the air. So do us a favor and pretend like it's just a regular phone call and keep it FCC compliant. And uh, all of those great features on the WBSM app, of course, are brought to you by our friends at South Coast Towing. They are the ones who sponsor the app and make it so that we can keep having all of these great improvements. And we will have some contests coming up on the app. We will have your ability to uh, win some money for your summer, to win $500 for your summer. We'll have concert tickets. We'll have all kinds of things that we'll be giving away. And having the app will certainly help with that. Sometimes we will do things that are app exclusive. Every once in a while, we have uh, an extra seize the deal or two around. And we might put it out on the app and say, hey, caller eight gets this. I mean, I'm not, not now. Don't call now. But we might say caller eight gets a you know free lunch somewhere. So all, all you have to do is download the app and make sure that when you do download it, there are a number of different channels of apps. So maybe, maybe you keep getting alerts about podcasts and you say, I don't need alerts on my app about podcasts. I subscribe to them. So I'm getting them delivered into my podcast catcher anyway. I don't need the alerts about it. Or maybe you only care about, you know, certain things like news and you don't care about things like contests. You can go in and adjust the alerts of what you want to receive in the menu within the app. So if you don't want to receive contest alerts, you can turn those off. But if you want to make sure that you receive those alerts, go into the app and make sure you have them turned on. Most phones... Uh, they're, they're automatically set to turn on. So if you never adjusted them, you probably are getting them, but it's always good to just go in there and double check, open up the app, go to the menu. And when you go in there, you'll see a thing that says alerts. And that will allow you to not only see what the alerts are. Actually, you might have to go into settings. Uh, settings is where you want to go to adjust your alerts, but, uh, you can see in there what you are actually subscribed for. And that makes it so that you have a better personalized app experience. Because that's what it's all about. We don't want to give you something that's intrusive. We don't want to give you something that's going to 
annoy you all day long. We want to give you something that's going to become part of your day and part of how you learn about all the things that are going on on the South Coast and how you get to do things like hearing New Bedford Mayor John Mitchell will join us in the 8 o'clock hour and we'll take your phone calls. But we're going to go to the news in a moment with Kate Robinson. When we come back on the other side of that, we can talk some more about the news of the day some more about the Bears, some more about the Screw Bandit, and some other topics as well. 508-996-0500. That is the number to call in if you want to get involved. But right now, let's go into the newsroom with Kate Robinson. A deadly fire at a school dormitory in Guyana appears to have been started by a pupil who was angry. Her mobile phone had been confiscated, officials say. 19 people, mostly female students, were killed in the blaze in the South American country in the early hours of Monday. The dorm was reportedly locked and had covered windows which trapped the victims. The teenage suspect is currently in the hospital with burns and has reportedly admitted to the arson. Authorities have yet to file charges. President Biden will mark the anniversary of the Uvalde school shooting today. 19 children and two teachers were killed in Uvalde, Texas on May 24th last year when a gunman entered Robb Elementary School and opened fire in a fourth grade classroom. The White House says Biden will, quote, reiterate his call for Republicans in Congress to help stop the epidemic of gun violence in America. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis is expected to end all doubt about his presidential plans tonight. By all accounts, Trump's biggest opponent in the GOP race will officially announce that he's running for the White House in 2024. He's expected to make a formal announcement on Twitter in an interview with Elon Musk at 6 p.m. Eastern time. DeSantis' wife, Casey, shared a teaser trailer of sorts for the campaign launch. They call it faith because in the face of darkness, you can see that brighter future. A faith that our best days lay ahead of us. Musk teased the event that will be on Twitter with the Republican Florida governor, calling it, quote, quite an announcement. DeSantis trails former President Trump by a wide margin in every poll. Speaking of Trump, the special counsel investigating the former president's handling of classified documents is said to be wrapping up the probe. Mark Mayfield reports. A report from the Wall Street Journal says Jack Smith has interviewed almost every employee at Trump's Florida home. That's where the FBI discovered boxes of material during a search of Mar-a-Lago last year. It's unclear when findings of the investigation will be announced or whether or not Smith plans to prosecute Trump. I'm Mark Mayfield. Severe weather has killed two people in Texas. Officials say a house under construction north of Houston in the town of Conroe collapsed in a storm, killing two workers and injuring several others. The storms have also taken down power lines across the region and damaged nearly a dozen homes in the city of Huntsville. Investors are hoping for stocks to rebound after a down day on Wall Street. The S&P 500 posted its biggest weekly decline in three weeks yesterday as negotiations to raise the debt ceiling failed to produce any major breakthroughs. The Dow Jones Industrial Average lost 231 points. The Los Angeles City Council is approving a robot dog to be used by the LAPD. The donation of a quadruped unmanned ground vehicle was approved 8-4 to four on Tuesday night. 
LAPD representatives say the device will only be used in SWAT or hazardous materials situations or for search and rescue operations. The days of Netflix subscribers sharing their passwords are coming to an end. Michael Schneider with Variety says there's no escaping the crackdown. Pretty soon, uh, if, if you are using someone else's password and you don't live in their household, then at some point your device is just no longer going to work. The streamer began emailing customers Tuesday about its new password policy. Netflix said the email will be sent to members in the U.S. who have been sharing their account outside their household. Subscribers are given two options, transfer a profile to a new membership or share an account with someone outside their household for about an extra 8 bucks a month. Netflix noted that subscribers in the same household will still be able to stream wherever they are, including at hotels and vacation homes. The Las Vegas Golden Knights are one win away from the Stanley Cup Final. Vegas shut out the Dallas Stars 4-0 in Game 3 of the Western Conference Finals Tuesday, and it's now up 3-0 in the best-of-seven series. The Stars hope to avoid the sweep in Game 4 from Dallas on Thursday. In other sports, the Celtics have forced a Game 5 after beating the Heat 116-99 in a must-win Eastern Conference Finals Game 4. Next match is Thursday in Boston. And the Red Sox have lost their third in a row after being shut out 4-0 by the Los Angeles Angels. They hope to salvage the series finale tonight. As for your local forecast, today is starting off cool and it warms up a bit to the mid-60s this afternoon. Mostly sunny skies, but we're expected to stay cool through early Thursday with a possible shower expected tonight. Later this week, we'll get warmer, hitting the more seasonable upper 60s to around 70 and sunny on Friday and Saturday, which looks like a gorgeous start to Memorial Day weekend. At the moment, it is 44 degrees and sunny. I'm Kate Robinson for WBSM News. Stay up to date with WBSM, New Bedford's news talk station, and get breaking news alerts with the WBSM app. 1420 WBSM, as crystal clear as FM. Stream us on the WBSM app. And, you know, Kate was talking about uh, the Celtics there in the in the sports report, and I have to say, I expected that they would probably come out playing better. Um, I wasn't totally convinced that they were going to win, but I had a good feeling they would. I didn't think that they would be a team that would be swept. As dejected as they looked and as negative as I might have been acting about it, you know, deep down inside, I thought they're going to at least pull out one game. And I think that makes it easy to pull out the next game as well, because that's going to be at home. Can the Celtics go into Miami and win another game like that if they can get to a game six? I don't know. I do have confidence that if they do get to a game seven at the Garden, that they would actually pull it off. As much as TNT wants to keep reminding us that no no team has come back from an 0-3 deficit, I think that, as I said before, it's not an impossibility. It's just an improbability, which means that there's still some percentage that it could actually happen. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. It all depends on how they come out and play on Thursday. Uh, but it was a much, much better performance. And that looks a little bit more like the Celtics that we have seen throughout these playoffs and throughout the year. Whether or not it carries over, well, 
We'll find out. 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're on WBSM. Good morning, Tim. How are you? Hi. Um, can you tell me about the bear? Because I had to go out yesterday, and I missed the the last I heard was that he was up near Cumberland's, and you said Parafas. Yeah, so they actually, the police put out a post yesterday, um, I think around like 11 a.m. or so, where they suggest that people avoid that area. Parafas, Trukies, Cumberland Farms, because the bear was up there and he was literally just walking down the street. Uh, the the folks at Parafas <laughs> sent me some photos to use in the story where you know he's he's just right there walking by police cars that were up there trying to move him along, and so he's just sauntering about. And then they kind of were able to move him into the into the Acushnet Woods, and f- from there, uh, Gazelle had a story a little bit later on in the day where he actually climbed the tree in somebody's yard and took a nap for three hours. No kidding. And then the last... Go ahead. uh, I was going to say, it's like, well, kind of like along the border there. Um, But the last we heard, he was on Wolf Island Road in Mattapoisett, Rochester, you know, that area. Oh, wow. I think it's it's Mattapoisett on one side, Rochester on the other. How big is he? Um, Judging from the photos... I, I I don't know that I could guess. Maybe if he stood up on on two legs, he might be six feet tall. He probably weighs a you know couple hundred pounds. Well, I don't know. I, I'm just guessing. I have no idea. Is it a man, a boy? I mean, or a girl? I didn't get close enough to look. <laughs> so nobody knows. Um, I'm, I haven't seen anything one way or the other. I've just seen a lot of reports refer to him as he. So. I think that this time of year, if it is a, if it was a female bear, she would probably have cubs, and the cubs would be with her. I know in in uh, in Mansfield, they saw some baby cubs, and so they thought that one of the bears around there might have been a a female. But it, who knows? Uh, and you know, and, until the problem is, is nobody, you know, nobody that's handling this from you know people sending us photos or the law enforcement that's handling it has gotten close enough to know they're just trying to move the bear along it'll take when mass when mass wildlife comes in and tags the bear which i don't know why they haven't done yet uh then they would be able to tell us that kind of information yeah but tim it, it was snapping in the tree that was the best time for them to go do it oh they they wrap you know they do you want do you want to climb the tree and tag the bear i don't know <laughs> but to me that would have been the best time to do it right I don't know. I, I mean, maybe maybe they're taking a hands-off approach. You know, maybe they realize that this is just going to become a common thing and we're going to have to deal with it. You think so? I do. I think we'll see more. I mean, I don't think it's going to be a matter of like every time you leave the house, there's going to be bears walking down the street. But I think, you know, we'll have bears that, that wander into the street now and then and we'll just learn to deal with it. I heard that when you see a bear, you're supposed to lay, lay like, get down and make believe you're... You're, you're dead. The advice given by Mass Wildlife is that if you encounter a bear, you should make as much noise as you can while slowly backing away. So, really? yeah. So you want you want the bear to be annoyed by your presence, or maybe even to be like a little bit like you know scared by your presence. So you want you want to make noise so that the bear doesn't want to deal with you because really they don't they don't want to deal with you if they don't have to and then slowly back away if you run the bear will chase you so don't run but if you slowly back away while making a lot of noise then the bear should you know go off in the other direction that's the suggestion from mass wildlife but they they won't um what what will they want to do to you just hurt you they don't want to will they eat you i believe they will ask you to go with them to parafas and split <laughs> split a humongo combo and an antipasto 
It is good there. Okay. But but remember, cash only bears don't show up with a with a debit card. They don't take cards. Oh, I, I know. Apples. I found that out. Thank you. I'll be listening. All Bye. right. Have a good morning. Five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred. I do think that the the laying down, if a you know if a bear, if you encounter a bear, I believe that's if a bear like goes after you. I believe you're supposed to then play dead because the bear won't continue attacking if it thinks that you're already dead. But don't quote me on that. I've never been attacked by a bear. The closest I've come was I was bit on the hand by a horse when I was a kid. And I'm still a little trepid. I still have a little trepidation about horses. Oh, actually, you know what? Horses, I don't really understand horses. I don't. I mean, I, I get it. I think they're great. But I just don't, I don't, I don't get, like if I was a horse, I would be a lot more upset about the fact that, you know, human beings just want to ride me around. I'd be like, come on, can you just leave me alone? Like, think about this. Parents, you love giving your kids a horseback ride, right? You love having them climb onto your back and ride them around and you have fun and it lasts a few minutes and then you sit down and everybody's happy. But then if they want it constantly... Or if you're, like, walking somewhere for miles, and they're like, Dad, will you carry me? And you're like, okay. And then after a while, you're like, oh, man, this kid's getting heavier than I thought. Oh, That's how a horse must feel. But they never complain. They're better than us. All right, 508-996-0500. we got to take a break. We'll be back in a few moments. Do it. Listen, the last we heard, and this was last evening, the bear was in Mattapoisett on Wolf Island Road. And let me reiterate something, too. Don't go to Wolf Island Road looking for the bear. First of all, don't go looking for the bear anyway. Like, it's not a good idea. And by the time you get there, the bear will be gone. Secondly, uh, the residents of Wolf Island Road don't like people going down that road unnecessarily. I know because... We've written some articles about it before, and we've been asked not to, you know, publicize what's what's going on there because they don't want resident, they don't want people going down that dangerous road. So avoid it. And besides, the bear is not there anymore. The bear has moved on, probably heading, I don't know, maybe into to Marion, maybe into Wareham, maybe into Rochester, maybe up toward Lakeville. But the bear, someone suggested that we name the bear Dipper because when we put the bear tracker map up yesterday, the path of the bear, if assuming it's the same bear, we have no proof that it is. And I've been looking at the photos that have been sent in to us and that have been shared, and I don't really see characteristics that would make me think one way or the other, whether it's the same bear or not. In some videos and photos, it looks smaller, 
than, say, the shot yesterday of the bear outside Parafas. But then again, it's all about perspective and angles, and a ring camera isn't going to take the same photo that somebody's cell phone camera is going to take, and so it's not, we, we can't be exactly sure. But the path of it looked like the Big Dipper. So someone had recommended calling the bear a dipper. And it kind of dips in and out of all these communities. So, I mean, it's not a bad name. I know Chris and Marcus were pushing for Quahog. I'm just saying. Um, on Fun 107 last night, they asked folks, what would you name the bear? And they're getting a lot of suggestions. So you can check that out on the Fun 107 Facebook page and put in your own suggestion. But the bear tracker map is available for you to check out at WBSM.com and on the app. If you go to the website, it's right up there in the corner, right at the top. It says, you know, bear tracker map. Click on that. It not only has the map, it also has all of the stories that we've written about the bear so far, where it's been seen. And you know what? I was thinking about this this morning um, when I was getting ready to come in. I'm probably going to add in a form, too, so that if you have your own bear sighting, you can fill it out, give us the information, and share some photos, and we can add that to the bear tracker map once we verify that, you know, it's it's legitimate. Because there's a lot of, quote-unquote, bear sightings that are happening around the South Coast that aren't real. Um, everybody's jumping on this, and it's so much fun to see all the memes that are going around. And, uh, and a lot of businesses have jumped in on that, too. A lot of businesses have used the, the bear as a way to help promote them, which I think is great. I really do. I think that if, uh, if something like this is happening locally, you know, the, the same thing happened when, when they had, you know, Bernie Sanders at the inauguration. And all of a sudden, people were putting Bernie in the folding chair all over different places. And the bear is our new Bernie. Maybe that's the name for the bear, Bernie, because he's our new Bernie. We are, we're gumping him into situations all across the South Coast. Remember when we used to say that? Remember when we used to add something into something? We called it gumping it in, mostly video footage. Uh, but anyway, so now they are taking that and they're running with it. And it's really fun. So if you haven't seen some of those memes, uh, stay tuned because Gazelle's working on you know a roundup of those for you that I think will make you smile. Seeing, seeing the bear enjoy some Silmo syrup. Seeing the bear enjoy some pizza, seeing the bear enjoying everything that the South Coast has to offer, including, you know, certain gentlemen's clubs, right? He's, it's mating season. <laughs> he, he's, got, he's got to get himself worked up somehow. So we'll have that for you probably a little bit later on today. All right, got to take my final break of the hour. We'll be right back. Spring is here. Summer is right around the corner. That means it's the best time to have new windows installed by Precision Window and Kitchen. Don't let leaky, drafty windows drain your wallet this summer. Keep the AC inside where it belongs. Their windows are durable, they're attractive, and most importantly, they are energy efficient. Why are they able to make uh, provide you with such great windows? Because they make them right here in New Bedford. They make them in their shop uh, on Acushion Avenue. So you can see them for yourself at their showroom at 1111 Cushion Avenue if you want to see all about the details, the work that goes into creating these windows. They also repair window screens, too. And if your roof is fading, leaking, or peeling, visit precisionwindowandkitchen.com for a free quote. So don't just repair your home. Beautify your home with help from Precision Window and Kitchen. They are ready to make it look like new again. Check them out online at precisionwindowandkitchen.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. 
Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.